Hi, and welcome to Pastor's Ponderings. I'm Pastor Kevin. And I'm Pastor Ryan. And we're glad you're able to join us. We look forward to diving into this past Sunday's sermon and other things that are going around in our world. We hope that you enjoy your time with us this week. Happy Tuesday, Kevin. Yes, happy Tuesday to you as well. Good to be here. Yes. So we, let's just jump right into it. Sure. Sunday. Jumping in. Was growing in grace-filled generosity. Mm-hmm. We're looking at this letter that Paul wrote to the Corinthian church and his desire to see them give generously, to be marked by generosity. Yep. And using another church or group of churches as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, and he used a phrase that I know really resonated with me. Um, generosity interrupted. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, best intentions, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it, um, let's, let's unpackage that a little bit. Yeah. Um, maybe for those who are listening, the, um, the idea that, that most scholars have is that there were actually three, maybe even more, but most mm-hmm. settle on at least three yeah. letters to the Corinthian church. Now we only have two of them. And as far as they could tell, something was written in between. And there's a bit of, there's a couple of passages that allude to it, but they never really nail it down. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit hard to say with absolute confidence that this is what the case was. But most people think it, most scholars do believe that that happened. So what happened was, is that Paul and the Corinthian church had a falling away. There was tension between the relationship. Mm And uh, you get the first, in 1 Corinthians, you get some of the flavor of some of that tension where Paul is talking about uh, the uh, the superstar uh, apostles coming right. to, you know, <laughs> coming to uh, our, our preachers or teachers coming right. through the town. And uh, there was this sort of discrepancy going on. Mm-hmm. And then later on, I think he has to, dis- you know, he has to distinct, he has to distinctly tell his own worth which he even says in that passage, you know, I'm a fool to talk like this, but he had to somehow uh, talk about himself to help the Corinthians along in their understanding of who he was. Mm. And between that, most people think there was another letter that didn't, that didn't get put into the scriptures Mm -hmm. and it's probably lost. It's gone. And, um, and it was the patch up. So how that relationship was patching up Mm-hmm. And to the point where now Paul is saying he's going to send Titus back to them to collect what he had already started collecting, yeah. I guess, in First Corinthians, because mm-hmm. we, you know, it does say we're going right. to this is what we're going to this is how we're going to help out the Christians in Jerusalem. Yeah. And so now he's actually coming through town, mm-hmm. and he's going to hopefully pick up this this uh, generous gift that he was encouraging mm-hmm. them to give. So it's interesting that what was happened was that they started the process. They were going to be generous, right. and then it got interrupted by, and in this case, a relationship that was kind of strained yeah. at the very least, and then it was picked up again, thankfully, and this is what was going on. So Titus is going to come, so please have that ready, That's yeah. and be generous. Don't right. be stingy, yeah. right? <laughs> and uh, so that, I think, was the, the context of this passage and why it mentions he had to send t- Titus to go back. Mm-hmm. I'm sending Titus to you to pick right. up that thing that you said you were yeah. going to start. So get it finished, you know, yeah. finish this thing. And uh, I think that would, I think that if we could have explained that a little more on Sunday, that may have helped somewhat. Mm-hmm. But I think the principle is true. I think a lot of people do have good intentions, especially yeah. about helping people financially. Right. 
like giving money is something that is, I think, fairly Canadian. Mm-hmm. Like Canadians seem to be generous. I think yeah. for the most part, they seem to be generous. Yeah. Um, and in this case, though, it, it's a command. Or it's not, it's not a, well, yeah, it is a command that they should excel in the grace of giving, mm-hmm. even as they excelled in faith, right? right? In knowledge, yeah. in speech, in utterance, the gifts of the Spirit were yeah. functioning very well in that church. Mm-hmm. And then he, he branches off in earnestness mm-hmm. and in the display of their love for each other. Right. And those, t- those last two were a little bit like, how do those fit into the yeah. giftings? Not sure it does. <laughs> but I think those two, the last two, the earnestness yeah. and the love expressed towards Paul mm-hmm. and the team, I think that's the mending. Yes, That's, yeah. that's the meant, it's a mended relationship. Mm-hmm. And so now Paul is just remember we've we've talked about this. You kind of get this like a right. fatherly figure. Yeah. We've talked about this and your earnestness, and it's been just great to see it. And your love for us has been great to be communicated. Yeah. Thank you for that. But don't stop short. Mm-hmm. Keep this accelerated pace right. of learning how to be generous, the grace yeah. of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we almost see that, you know, the different issues that Paul addressed in First Corinthians. Mm-hmm. You know, he's telling them these, you know, you've worked through these things. You've grown. This is, you know, God is at work in you. Mm. But don't forget this last thing. Yep. Yeah, it's it's kind of neat that he puts it right on par with all the other accelerated mm. things that are right. happening in the church. He says, don't forget this part. Right. This part is really the measure of your love is what the sincerity yeah. of your love. He goes on to say that later. Right. So it's. I think, you know, sometimes we we, because the context is money. Sometimes mm-hmm. people don't like it when churches preach too much on money, but right. it's in the scripture, so yeah. why not preach it? I don't think you have to do excessively. Mm-hmm. But um, I also like the style. I like that he tells the Corinthians, I am not commanding you to do this. Right. Because generosity has to come from the heart. Mm-hmm. It can't be commanded from your heart, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose in I a... Yeah, I, I suppose that Paul in his position as an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ. He could have commanded them. Like he probably could have, but it's not, that wasn't what he was after. He wasn't, he wasn't wanting them to, you know, yes, sir, we will do this kind of like a robot. Mm -hmm. He was looking at them saying, test the sincerity of your own, of your own love. Test this, test the sincerity by responding to the gospel that has been given to you. Mm -hmm. And you excel at all these things. So why not excel at this? Yeah. And uh, I think he was really kind of laying out a, a very, uh, you know, opposite of sometimes it feels like, and I kind of get the impression like from other people who don't know the church very well, mm-hmm. you, all they want is your money. Well, right. sometimes it feels like that. Yeah. And sometimes it gets communicated. Right. Like if you don't give, there's something wrong with you or yeah. it's, it's spun differently. Right. It's not a positive thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you're commanded. Right. And it's, you know, I think also goes into the idea of why, like, what is that money used for? Yeah. You know, when we collect it on Sundays, what is it for? Yeah. Um, you know, we don't have sports cars. We don't have mansions. <laughs> you know, it's, yes, well, we're paid by the church. Yes. And I'm very thankful for that. I'm yes. I'm thankful that yep. um, I get a salary for doing what I love to do, what I feel called to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's a lot of pastors around the world who aren't. And yeah. So I definitely count that as a huge blessing. Yep. Um, definitely. But that's not really what it's, it isn't just about paying salaries and growing your organization, but mm-hmm. this is a partnership. Yeah. Like we, as 
believers, we who are part of the global church of Christ are partnering together as a local church to spread the gospel yep. in the same way that Paul was saying, okay, Corinthians, there's this need partner together to yep. meet this need. That's right. Um, that's what we do on Sundays when we give, yeah. um, we're partnering together saying we recognize that we can do more to reach Hinton and the world with the gospel together than we can do on our own. Yeah. So just like we pull our time, our resources, we pull our money together. Mm-hmm. And every year at our AGM, we decide as a church, where do we want to siphon mm-hmm. these resources mm-hmm. that we pull together? Yep. It's a big part of a, a, an organization like ours. Mm-hmm. Financially, it's a massive part. Yeah. Because you, you can't have the ministries that you have right. without some way of sponsoring them, without some way of paying for them. Right. Because everything seems to cost money, right? Yeah. You, right. Even the building we're sitting in right now. Right. Um, it costs just just to maintain it. Mm-hmm. Like I know it's paid for, which is great. It's right. a great blessing. Uh, but even just to keep it up, there's mm-hmm. always something that needs to be fixed. And, and right. so there's very pragmatic yep. issues that need to be mm-hmm. uh, looked after. And uh, even even the fact that he wasn't commanding it, I like that because it it almost it almost is like an anti tithing kind of teaching. Yeah. Not that tithing is bad, mm-hmm. and we talked about this briefly on Sunday. That tithing is a good place to start from. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. If tithing becomes for you your end all and be all of your giving, well, then I think you've missed the point, mm-hmm. because according to this passage. <laughs> that's not where it ends no. it's where it begins yeah. and and if you're going to use your your idea of tithing that's a it's a really simple thing obviously 10% of anything is very easy to figure out mm-hmm. even me a terrible mathematician <laughs> i can grasp what that means mm-hmm. but if that's what i think is generosity then i've been mistaken i yeah. i've mistakenly thought of my tithe as being generous right now I think what has to happen is it needs to open up. Mm-hmm. And in this case, especially, I mean, I mean, uh, this coming Sunday, mm-hmm. we're going to talk a little bit about uh, giving towards needs mm-hmm. because it's more of a, a generosity issue. Right. Whereas tithing or it, it tends to be a little more tied to the church. Yeah. And uh, I, I think that's not what Paul is asking for here either. He's mm-hmm. saying, listen, this is, this is a chance for us to reflect resurrection life. Mm-hmm. And resurrection life is not stingy in any way, shape, or form. And we looked at Jesus's life. I mean, how many times? Like we talked specifically about the feeding of the 5,000, the feeding of the Mm 4,000. And the question was not just the miracle. I mean, the amazing miracle. Why the leftovers? What is that? Why are the, you know, man-sized baskets, seven of them full? What's the point of that? Mm -hmm. There's no way that the disciples could use it. Right. (laughs) So what is the point? And the only point is that this is the economics of the kingdom of God. Mm. It is all about superabundance, superabounding. And if that's your mindset, well, then a tithe is actually not even a big deal. It's more no. or less, like I said, it's like a starting point. Right. After that, it's like, where do I go from this? Where else can I go? Yeah, where exactly. Else can I yeah. So I think you have to be, I, I think you have to be really clear that it's mm-hmm. it's not that it's bad to have a tithe and offering. It's not bad language or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's true to the scriptures, it's pre-law, yeah. you know, and Moses developed it. Right. But tithing is uh, one of those things where it's between you and the Lord, and it needs to be seen for what it actually is mm-hmm. it's it's bare bones giving really right. bare bones mm-hmm. and it's meant to remind you that god has yeah. given you what you have which is important yeah 
but it doesn't remind you of resurrection. No. Because it came before resurrection. That's right. So what reminds you of generosity, uh, a resurrection rather, is your generosity. That's how you can measure the sincerity of your love. Mm -hmm. Isn't that something? Yeah. So uh, I think I think to me it was it kind of broke that open a bit for me. Right. And when Paul said, "I'm not commanding you," I kind of like that. Yeah. It should be that it should be just up to the Holy Spirit. Like right. we make needs known, let the Holy Spirit do His job. Right. Right. And you can't corral or harass or if you don't you know do this, if you don't give us this, mm -hmm. then this is not going to happen. It's all going to push, push, right. push, yeah. and that's where you get the reputation. Right, yeah. Of constantly you get those, asking for money. You know, sometimes those building campaigns that it's, yeah, it's we like, need your money, we need your money. <laughs> you said, you know, you right, pledged. You pledged. <laughs> you yeah. cracked the whip. And, right. Yeah. And I think, yeah, it's that, again, it's seeking the Holy Spirit. Where are you mm -hmm. wanting me to give? And then mm -hmm. being ready to do that. Yep. And, you know, I've always been challenged um, when I've heard people say, give until it hurts. Mm. Give, give until you feel it. Yeah, a pinch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that's, you know, often I think that's when you see, and, you know, probably is just your heart posture. Your eyes are open more to see how God works yeah. when you're giving till it hurts. Mm -hmm. Does God use our gifts out of our abundance? Absolutely. Sure. But I think when we're willing to step out in faith and give where it hurts, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it puts us in that posture, in that position to be able to mm -hmm. see more fully the ways that God is using that. Yeah. Because we see the the counter impact that it has in our life. Mm -hmm. Well, how much more of an impact then does that have yeah. where it goes out? Yeah. And, and on Sunday, we said, we talked about uh, this little saying that my dad had was, you know, you can never outgive God. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. If that's your if that's your mindset, mm -hmm. then it like giving can just be giving. Yeah, um, it can. Like I think there needs to be a willingness to let it hurt, let yeah. it pinch, because I think that's a good way to measure. Is mm -hmm. it you know how am I doing? Right. But I'm not convinced that it always has to be that way. Yeah. Sometimes it's like uh, just helping a guy out on the side of the road. It doesn't cost you really anything, right. but you've helped somebody out. Yeah. And it's just being that nature of just let me let me just give let me just be yeah. generous in how I approach. Like the the good Samaritan finds a guy on the side of the road, puts him in a hotel, says I'll pay his bill. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he felt a pinch. Yeah, that's true. But he did it. Yeah. And and, and so it could be that that you'd be willing to have that pinch, yeah. willing to yeah. make that yeah. sacrifice, like that. Yeah. willing to to let that yeah. that kind of that pain of. Right. Ooh, how am I going to make the bills yeah. kind of feel, you know, like yeah. it's going to be, Ooh, come on, God, you got to come through. Uh, and I think that's a really important thing. Yeah. I, I would say that that's actually uh, maybe even how you set your boundaries, you know, like, mm -hmm. whereas you, you maybe have this much disposable and you can't, okay, I'm going to give this because I know that's, I can't recover that. Yeah. The only way I can recover that is if God does it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now I'm in the right area. Now yeah. I'm in the, the zone, right. Right. Of, yeah. of how I give. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just think it's a it's a beautiful thing, and yeah. uh, to to see people who are generous, you know that I remember my first time that I heard about that guy Laternal. I think he was a Texan. Mm -hmm. uh, he invented that earth mover. Oh yeah, and you've heard this like he he decided to live on one tenth. He decided right. to live yes. on his he tithe, tithe yeah. and give ninety percent. Yeah. 
and he lived well. I mean, I'm even that one, even that 10% may have been a pretty huge (laughs) amount of money, but what a way to think like reversed. Yeah. Right. Reverse tide. Yeah. Sure. So I heard that a few times over the last few weeks, people mentioned and know somebody who, somebody said to me, somebody that they were working towards and they got to where they were giving away 40%. Yeah. And it's just astounding. How fun. How, what an adventure. Right. Yeah. And then to see, you know, Jesus says it's more blessed mm-hmm. to give than to receive. Yeah, that's and right. Yeah. When we think are willing to give, like the mm. seeing the impact, mm-hmm. it's quite amazing. Yeah. And you know, we don't we don't necessarily we don't want to do it just for what we get out of it. Uh. But we do get good things out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it isn't. I'm going to give, and God, I'm expecting you to come through. <laughs> but yeah. we know that as a good father. Yep. He's going to come through. Mm-hmm. Creates a sense of confidence. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And as well, knowing we're storing for ourselves treasure in heaven. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, we might, and some, you know, sometimes we see the blessing here on earth. We see yeah. that overflow here on earth. Other times we know that it's waiting for us in heaven. Yeah. True enough. Some of it is delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. It's hard for us to do that. Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, that's uh, the 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 majority of it. And then, of course, mm-hmm. I think I think the theological underpinning to all of this discussion mm-hmm. is the fact that our Savior was our example. Right. So he not only did a you know a huge amount of generous giving while he was on Earth, mm-hmm. the feeding of the five thousand, right, and so on, but what he gave up in order to become a man yeah. is a display of absolute astounding mm-hmm. generosity Yeah, that he, according to Philippians, would not see divinity as something to grasp, something to hold on to, mm-hmm. but instead was willing. And I, I love this. This is where I kind of got excited myself. Yeah. This is where the lesson took a sort of a rabbit trail for a bit for me when I was preparing And that is the whole concept that Jesus didn't become poor by having a lack. Mm -hmm. He became poor by taking on flesh. Mm -hmm. And you think, whoa, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because he was God and is God, right? Uh, he, He decided up front that his divine attributes wouldn't, he would lay them aside. And then he would take on flesh, which was his poverty. So being like us made him poor. (laughs) But that makes sense. You know, it really does. If you're God and you become human, well, that, you know, you've obviously become poor. So, but then in his poverty, he demonstrated to us how to live a life that is full of abundance. Mm -hmm. Which I just, again, it's so astounding. It gets into the theological nuts and bolts of what Paul was talking about, that he was rich yet for our sakes became poor, Mm -hmm. that we might become rich. Right. And then you think about all the things that he, like there was a list of things there. I I can't remember them all. But one of them was the the fact that he was the creator of all things, Mm -hmm. yet born, was in a womb, womb. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's the sustainer of everything. Like by the word of his power, he sustains mm. all things. That's what the scripture says. Yeah. And yet he had to be fed by Mary's right. milk or he would have died. Yeah. Like that's, 
you just think how how does that so that is definitely a good picture of what it means to become poor definitely and theologically that's what he did mm -hmm. and that becomes the theological underpinning mm -hmm. of the fact that he was willing to give this up for me so that i could become rich right so how does that affect how i yeah. become rich and he didn't just give it up for a year or two he didn't no. show up on the scene as a full-grown man have yeah. a couple years of ministry yeah. it was no <laughs> yep a lifetime 33 years i always wonder did he bang his thumb with a hammer <laughs> as a carpenter right? you know did he have a bunch of splinters one day is like stuck in his you know right? hand trying to get the splinters yeah. up the god of the universe in human flesh right <laughs> you just think of what all that means you know did he have a runny nose did he blow right. his nose did he like you, you just say did he have earwax you have to clean right? that out you know like <laughs> the whole thing he became poor like us yeah. right and he lived within the boundaries of his human nature mm -hmm. by the power of the Holy Spirit, right. which is for us an example. Yeah. And uh, I think the the way Paul sort of develops the argument, I'm not commanding you, however, right. here's Jesus. Look at our example. Yeah, look at our example. <laughs> and yeah. uh, you know, if you can't really see your way to give, then really do you know this? Right. You know, this truth about Jesus and what he gave yeah. up so that we could become rich. Yeah. And, uh, and then we finished off, I thought, on the positive note of looking at, well, how have we become rich? Yeah. Forgiveness, yeah. the riches of his grace. Like we did a study here a few months in a row on the book of Ephesians coming into this new mm -hmm. year. And just those passages with the richness, the richness of his grace towards mm -hmm. us, the richness of his forgiveness, his redemption, his kindness, the riches of his kindness. Yeah. And you think, okay, we've been given a lot. So yeah. why aren't we in turn living like this? Mm -hmm. And if you lift it off of the pages as in like uh, the context is about money, but the philosophy, the theological underpinning mm -hmm. is about everything, right? right? Yeah. It's not just about money. Yeah. It will affect your money, right, but it will affect everything, yeah. how you treat people and all yeah. that. When, you, when we recognize what we've been given, mm -hmm. the natural result is going to be generosity. Yeah. And that's why it doesn't need to be a command because no. it's that natural outpouring of what we've received mm -hmm. when we recognize it. So I think that's, I like how Paul said, it, you know, this is a test of your love. Mm -hmm. This is a natural, yep. um, you know, if easy measure, a plus B equals C. Yep. Well, if, C isn't happening, then something's wrong with A or B. <laughs> That's right. Something's not quite jiving something's here. Something's not jiving here yep. if you're not getting this result. And so mm. it's challenging because it is, you know, growing up in the church, I always heard, you know, 10%. You tie 10%. Right. And it was, that was kind of the standard that was given. And yeah. um, I know as an adult, no, it's, it can become an excuse. Sure. It can be, oh, well, well I, I give. Yeah. I've, I've set aside 10%. Mm -hmm. I give. And either say no to opportunities for generosity or just not be looking for opportunities to be generous. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big one yep. is, you know, Jesus actively pursued us. Yep. He came to earth. He didn't, you know, accidentally fall into <laughs> happenstance. Oh, here's the cross. Let me know. Yeah. It was purposeful. He Right. He saw the opportunity came. And so for us, are we pursuing those opportunities of generosity? Mm -hmm. Are we saying, Lord, show me? Mm -hmm. Not just throwing money around to where, who knows, you know, we still need to steward it well. Yeah. But God, where are you calling me to be generous? What opportunities are you going to present to me? Yep. And keep your eyes open. Yep. And then at the end, we talked a little bit about some of this. Yes. Right? Yeah. Very practical. How do we... Yeah. 
How do we as a church demonstrate our generosity, our love, our care, mm -hmm. that we, we have hope? And we have heaps of hope. We have oh, enough definitely. hope to give everybody in this town right. a whole slice of hope. Uh, so how how are we getting it out into the mm -hmm. into the community with all of the fear and all of the fear mongering right. and and the hopelessness, the discouragement, yeah. the stress, the mm -hmm. you know on and on it goes, right. the brokenness. Yeah. And uh, how how can we do this? So then mm -hmm. we decide. Well, why can't we do something for people who are quarantined? Yeah. Why can't we be Very, like a delivery service? Yeah. Just call us up. We'll help you out. Right. And so we, we've already started the process since mm -hmm. Sunday. We've already got like even a team of people together. Right. And uh, it's kind of exciting. It started building this little momentum. And mm -hmm. we're going to look at getting information out in the community as quickly as we can mm -hmm. to say that if you're quarantined and you can't get out to get your groceries, you can't get out to get your medications, right. you can't get out to get a package that's waiting for mm -hmm. you at the post office, then we're here. Right. We'd be happy to help you. Yeah. Free of charge. Just yeah. just happy to do it. Yeah. Just because we want to demonstrate goodwill. Definitely. Something positive yeah. in a world full of negative. Mm -hmm. And I hope and pray, you know, I believe God is in this. And, yeah. and I hope that people don't feel like we're going to take advantage of them in some way right. or, you know, get them on, get them on the rolls. And then we call them and right. ask for money, gonna, ask right. for money, ask for money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we helped you. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. 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 So no, that's not at all what we're hoping will happen. We're just hoping that people will be encouraged and to know that there is positive, happy, healthy, right. hopeful people out that's there. Right. Who are Christians? Who yeah. are who believe in Jesus right. and and following Him? So that's the one thing. And the other yeah. thing was, it's good to do that handsy stuff, yeah. but it's also good to speak the word of hope. Yes, to give the message of hope. Absolutely. So we've got uh, some people who are sharing their testimonies right now. It's basically mm -hmm. leadership. Yeah. But we'll, we want to get more, yes. so we get some people from our congregation willing to share their testimony, and uh, those will be going out into the public into the airways that are full of negative and angry and whatever right. else, yeah. we're going to have some positives going out there, some the hope, hope and love, love and peace and strength and courage yeah. and, you know, whatever else. I mean, I don't, I haven't heard the stories myself, so I'm looking right. forward to just learning you know, I'm them. I'm so excited for, me. for these. Our uh, tech guy here at the church, he's such a, he's, <laughs> he's gifted in this. He's a good guy. He has a gift in yep, this. And definitely. I'm excited for what he's going to put together for us. Yep. So there's some very practical ways yeah. that we can be generous. Mm -hmm. And like I said, it doesn't have to just be money. Right. It will affect your money. Yeah. In fact, Paul says, excel. Right. Grow in this. Yeah. Be super abounding in mm -hmm. your generosity. But it's bigger than that. Yeah. And, and that's just a small sliver of a whole life mm -hmm. of being generous and yeah. being super abounding in, in the kindness of God. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm. Well... We're going to continue on next week mm -hmm. as we, we um, I think you mentioned giving when the need is presented. Yes. Yeah. And so how do we approach that? Yeah. So again, like uh, it's kind of a nice progression. Yeah. You gave out of mm -hmm. poverty. That's what right. you talked about. The Macedonians mm -hmm. didn't even have much right. and they gave more than they were able, yeah. which you kind of go, what? Yeah. So that's <laughs> that pinch you were talking right. about, right? Yeah. And then the second, the Corinthians probably was giving it of abundance. Look at how you're excelling in right. everything. So excel in this mm -hmm. because of what Jesus is, because right. of who he is. Yeah. And now we're going to look at, well, how do we, uh, you know, does everybody who asks for money get something? Right. Well, how do we <laughs> discern this? How do yeah. we be wise about it? Yeah. So I think that's where we're heading this Sunday. Awesome. Looking yeah. forward to it. Me too.
Thank you for joining us for this week's Pastor's Ponderings. We hope you enjoyed it, and we look forward to diving in again with you next week. But until then, keep loving God and serving people.